Hey, welcome to week six of Truman Says. Man, we're already six weeks in. So we're flying, man. That's right. Six. six is a good number. Yeah, how's, uh, how's everything going? How's your week, coach? Week? Week has been uh, pretty hectic. With uh, We had uh, core wrestling night, Tuesday night. That was pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Plus, we had two basketball games coinciding in the other gym. Coming off, I had duty Monday night during the championship game. My legs are still hurting. 62-year-old man going up and down the stairwell B company for two hours was not uh, good on my legs. But um, uh, survived the Fred Hardy track meet Saturday, took Sunday and relaxed, hit it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Here we are on Thursday getting ready to go. That's right. Getting ready for uh, another weekend. And into weekend. the weekend, man. Weekend yeah. we got uh, swim tournament Friday and Saturday. And then once we get into next week, we got big time wrestling on uh, uh, January 25th, as well as our military circuit hosting uh, seven, no, eight basketball teams. Wow. Action packed week, uh, weekend, weekend coming up. Um, but let's talk about some NFL news since, you know, that's kind of where we've been starting every week so far. NFL. And unfortunately, both of your teams have been eliminated, coach. Sad, sad state of affairs. I don't think anybody could have seen what was going to happen with that Kansas City game. I mean, that was, that was absolutely crazy. insane. Yeah, that was crazy. I know. Um, I peeked at the score, and uh, Houston was up 24 nothing. I was like, oh, cool. We're good. <laughs> yeah. And, and I went back, and I was like, no, someone I was sitting at a table said, no, man, they're like down now, like 34-31. I was like, what? Yeah. And I got home, and it was a blowout. 50-some to 30-something. So, Houston got knocked out. Seattle gets knocked out. And I thought that Seattle was going to come back and make a run, but that didn't happen. Yeah. So, two athletic quarterbacks are out. Ravens are out. So, uh, it's crazy. Yeah, that Ravens, that Ravens loss, I think, was almost more shocking than the uh, um, Kansas City game because, I mean, it's the Titans. You know? Yeah, it's the Titans. <laughs> the Titans should not be there, at least. Yeah. Conventional wisdom would say that, but uh, it you know they got freaking Derrick Henry rolling. That guy yeah. is a freight train. Yeah, I like watching the Titans because they have Jack Conklin, who's the right tackle. He visited Fork Union. It was a Friday, like it is a uh, late night, like it is tonight. He comes in after a basketball game, drove from Michigan, comes down here. He's dunking bad. He's six five, two eighty. We got him dunking basketballs, running around, hmm. and um, he visited. Thought we had a good visit. Thought we were going to, you know, uh, secure him up, be another Anthony Costanzo. But uh, like uh, ten days later, Jack Stack called me and said, "Nah, we're just going to walk on to Michigan State." He walks on to Michigan State. I think they gray shirted him. It was a four-year starter there, and now he's uh, was like a highly. I think he was the twenty-third pick in the draft a couple yeah. of years ago, and so I like watching him. I like their offense. I like their big back hunters, outside zone and outside zone, and kicking up there in the middle. Mm-hmm. They're throwing the ball to him. That one, that one run where he went about sixty-five yards was impressive. Yeah. Um, defense. They said they're going to make him. They're going to flush him and make. Uh, the quarterback goes sideline to sideline and not get straight vertical on them. And that's what they did. It's, man, they, they did a good job. So, good. Yeah. Dean Pease, I followed him. 
a lot, a lot, a lot of years through college, through uh, pros, and uh, he's head coach Kent State and defense coordinator Michigan State and a lot of other places. Now he's been defense coordinator in the pros, Baltimore Ravens, New England Patriots. Now he's with uh, Titans. I've watched Vable, uh work out up there in Ohio State mm -hmm. camps when we used to go up there. So uh, we got a little connection. We feel good about them, and uh, they're, they're on a roll. Hope they can keep it going. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what I was going to ask you next is, uh, so now that Houston and Seattle have been eliminated, who you got for the Super Bowl? I like uh, I like uh, Coach Reed. I like what he does. Mm -hmm. I liked him when he was the Eagles, so I'm going to go Kansas City. They're going to beat the Titans. It's going to be a tough game, but I think they're going to beat them. And I'm not, I'm not a big Green Bay guy. So I'm going to go 49ers. Yeah. I'm going to go Kansas City 49ers okay. in the Super Bowl. It's going to be a good bowl. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be a lot of fireworks and scoring. Um, I think that eliminates all the 14 guys and all that stuff. But uh, I think Travis Crittenden might still be on the um, sideline being assistant strength coach with Kansas City. I have to look that up. But uh, – I'm I'm going that way. That's where I'm going. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm going to agree with you mostly. I think the 49ers are going to win, um, but I'm going to pick the Titans to upset. I think just watching Derrick Henry run the ball. I mean, he's he's had 180 yards in the last three games uh, each, and the guy every time he runs the ball, it's like who's going to tackle him? I don't want to tackle that guy. He's a freaking freight train. Um, but. You know, we'll see. That's I, good. That's I, good. I you hope that they, Titans. yeah, Titans 49ers, and I hope like, you know they can keep it rolling. Yeah, I mean, you know, Eddie George has a background with the Titans. I mean, mm -hmm. we want to pull for them. Uh, I think that's a good choice. Uh, Derrick Henry is showing how wonderful he is. Oh yeah. I think there was an article you might even told me, or Kelly told me there was an article out there about him about uh, he bumped into Eddie George down there in Nashville and said, "Hey, you know, I'm just not clicking." What do you what do you suggest? And he was like, Stop running like a you know, a softy. Yeah. Start running like a mean person. And from that point on, the, from that conversation, he has dominated the league. So, um, that's a good choice. I I mean I would pull for the Titans to go all the way. But uh I think Chiefs gonna have a little bit more firepower. Their quarterback, what, the last two games, which they didn't need him, yeah. set a record where He's only completed so many passes for 80 yards per game. And they said, you really can't do that. But, I mean, when you got a 200-yard rusher in the backfield, just ride him to exactly. he can't go anymore. So, exactly. good. good. Give us a little competition. That's right. That's right. So I'll tell you, you what. If Titans knock it off, I will give you a better hat than what you're wearing. I know you're <laughs> – you're showing your wares at the Nationals. Why? You know, I got to support my team. Nationals, yeah. Caps. You know, I got Wizards, to support my boys. Wizards lost last night. I watched the whole game. Almost fell asleep. Yeah, yeah. I haven't really been – I can't really get into that, man. I just – for some reason, the NBA just doesn't do it for me, Coach. I don't know what it is. Wednesday night NBA, man. You got to do that. I'm, I'm more of a hockey guy myself. Hockey. Yeah. Hockey. Uh, and the last little piece of, of NFL news I kind of wanted to run past you was this uh, – News that two days ago just broke. Luke Keekley is retiring at the age of 28. That makes him the third player in the last few years who's under 30 that's retiring. 
What do you think about that? I think it's a good uh, good mindset. These guys are getting in. They start off hot. Luke Keekley dominated for, what, four to six years yeah. in the league. His last few years, he's had some uh, concussions, some uh, been hurt. And, and Instead of continuing, continuing on and having a poor life afterwards, I think these guys, the light's going on like, hey, uh, I got my second contract. I'm set for my life. Let's don't keep wearing my body out so uh i'm not i'm not too down about that love the guy as a player loved him at boston college loved him with the panthers i think it's a great move and uh all those guys that got out i think it was uh luke it was um uh luck he got out what uh the big tall receiver detroit got out when he was 30 yep and there was one more guy that was 29 gronk gronk yeah Hey, Gronk. I saw Gronk. Uh, Gronk is living it up, man. I saw Gronk take uh, Steve Harvey's uh, bust at the um, at New Year's uh, the New Year's Eve party yeah. and uh, smash it. And uh, Steve Harvey basically told him he was psycho and should never work <laughs> with him again. So Gronk's having a great afterlife uh, with, with all the stuff he's doing. So, hey, hats off. These guys are smart. They're... Uh, Getting in other creative businesses and uh, getting their plans going. So uh, hats off to them. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think it's it's smart every in every way. I mean, you get you get you get to avoid the CTE issue, which is obviously a thing. Um, they have more money than they could probably ever spend, uh, yeah. and if they take care of it, they could just make their money work for them and enjoy life. Like like Gronk is obviously doing. That guy, every time you see him, he's out partying, doing he's something. Partying. He's on shows. He's special guests. Yeah. And then Luke, I hope he stays in the Carolina area. I mean, mm-hmm. live on Lake Norman, have a big boat, and raise your family and do good stuff. Do some exactly. good stuff down there. So, uh, hats off to these guys. You know, when we were playing, we just kept playing and playing and playing and playing. And mm-hmm. now we're uh, suffering the after effects. But uh, good, good call there. I definitely. Like that. Definitely. And I think that I think that this is going to probably be the trend, you know, especially. These high-level guys, Luke Keekley's stats, if you look at him, I mean, he's got Hall of Fame stats. Uh, yeah. And it's going to be an interesting conversation when that comes up. But, you know, same thing with Andrew Luck and Gronk. You know, what 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 else could Gronk have accomplished? You know, like right. he's already gotten it all done. He's got his rings. Go home and have a nice knife. Uh, same nice thing, life. too. He goes to a coaching changeover. So, what, you know, does he decide, do I stay with the Panthers or I get out and go up with the skins? Yeah. What do I do? Because I think – Rivera was his only coach, yeah. I do believe. I think you're right about that. So, yeah. you know, good decision, good call. Hope everybody else that's around that age, 29 to 31, understands that, hey, save your money. Um, save up, save up, and uh, have have a good quality of life afterwards. So exactly. I'm good with that. Mm. Me too, me too. Um on to the next subject that we have here for us, the national championship. Both of our predictions sadly came not true. Clemson getting buried by LSU. Um, they started out strong. Clemson did start out strong. That defense was looking real nice, shutting down LSU in the first quarter. But eventually Joe Burrow turned it on, and that guy's the real deal, man. I mean, Joe Burrow did a great job. But, you know, just like anything as a defensive guy and offensive guy, you know, I guess uh, Joe Brady and those guys up in the box figured out um, Clemson's defense. Mm-hmm. I was excited. 
uh, when Clemson got that, what, first drive and got down there and kicked the field goal, and then they got it back and was driving again. I was like, this is what we need. Yep. And then uh, they couldn't hold on. And uh, I got a little disappointed in Clemson, both offense and defense. I mean, uh, Venable should have did a better job. He was rushing three a lot of times, dropping eight. Yeah. And these guys are so good. They found the space and was getting it to them. Um, you know, I'm not an all-out blitz guy all the time, but, I mean, you got to figure out that when they have better wears, more talent, more guns than you, you got to get to the quarterback. Yep as quick as possible before he gets it all. I don't know how many times we have ever said that. Like, you got to get there before he gets off or he's going to be wide open and score. Mm -hmm. And I was, you know, just sad. Tony Elliott, a good offensive coordinator for uh, Clemson, I was sad for him that they just couldn't keep moving the ball and keep it going. But, um, you know, they figured it out. Offensively, Joe Brady figured it out. So we're going to put this um, – that one guy who made all the catches in motion – he goes in motion, and if their corner runs with him, we're going to attack that corner. Yep. If he doesn't run with him, it's zoned, so we're going to attack the front side of the zone. Uh, got that off to the coach's channel. Mm -hmm. Their new Boston College coach was very, very wonderful, breaking down the plays and talking about them. So uh, it's picked up some really good football knowledge from the game from these coaches, um, some ways to attack defenses. Uh, ways to use your motion to give you some keys of where to go. So, man, I mean, and believe me, I was standing in the hallway of the barracks <laughs> on duty picking all this stuff up. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. There's Imagine 50, what you could have got if you were actually sitting down watching the game. 50 guys in a lounge with one TV, and you know Fork Union guys. Oh, yeah. I had to step out a few times and remind myself that, hey, it's duty – and uh, it's a football game, so just step out, get some air, get back. I'm sure, in. yeah, I'm sure you needed to step out and get some air. Yeah. I'll tell you, after being in a classroom all day with these guys, first, I got to step out and get some air. First floor B company with Chevy, Brickhouse, and a few other. Must have been an interesting time. Edwards. Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah, Fog. I mean, to me, I, I, you know, it looked to me that Clemson came in with a better game plan, but LSU adjusted better. That's what it looked like to yeah. me. You know, mm -hmm. they couldn't figure out that defense initially. Once they got a few series under their belt, they started to figure out what was going on, and LSU just adjusted way better than than Clemson did. Um, Clemson just didn't seem to make any of those second half adjustments that you need to make in order to win, um, and LSU did. So, LSU. you know, it was it was. I thought it was a really good game. It was exciting. Um, you know, I was kind of upset at that that late pass uh, offensive pass interference call that took points off the board. Yeah. I would have liked to see them keep that just to see what would have happened because uh, that effectively killed the game. I mean, yeah. once that once they took that off, it was like, well, game over now. Um, the other controversy that's been going on around this is, uh, I don't know if you saw, but Odell Beckham Jr. was handing out wads of cash to the players. LSU's trying to claim that it was fake money. I don't believe that for a second. But uh, I don't know. What, do you think that anything's going to come of that? No, I think what um... – Odell and everybody said it's like, hey, um, we're not college students anymore, so we could take money. It should not be any uh, yeah. repercussion at all. But yeah, it's not like he had a wonderful. Oh, well, he uh, was having a good time. Bourbon Street party <laughs> because what? I just saw this morning that he's been a uh, cited for simple battery. Too. Yeah, he so, slapped the cop on the butt and now is yeah, so uh, <laughs> got charged for that. 
Odell is making uh, some headway there. But uh, I don't have a problem with that, especially it's so late. It's January 13th. Yeah. It's January 13th. You had yesterday, what, eight guys from LSU declare for pro. I mean, they had the center. They had the quarterbacks going because mm-hmm. he's a graduate transfer. Receivers, safety, linebackers. So, I mean, you know, it's January 13th. They're not in class. You got a former um, player showing, you know, showing his money, all that stuff. I think somehow they'll, you know, cooler heads will prevail and say it's Odell. He does things like this. Either LSU, you, you're probably – you made $8 million off of the championship game. Give the money back or give it to charity and let's move on. So, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'm good with that. I don't have a problem with that. It, it all kind of comes down to what the, in my opinion, the corrupt organization of the NCAA is going to do. Um, I really don't like the NCAA. I'm sure you you kind of have your thoughts on them as well. But uh, Fox them, man. Yeah, exactly. Odell, man, you should have did it in the hallway. <laughs> That's right. Without not, the cameras there, not man. in the middle of the field. I know. Oh, man. Now but, you know. Fox them. Yeah. They, they, you know, they're always looking for somebody to get. Uh just they're just looking for something to to get people on and well, uh, when you know, when you go into games like that you don't want it to be lopsided so it was great it was exciting mm-hmm. people were into it we've been t- i've been to the sugar bowl i've witnessed all that stuff firsthand so it was intriguing to watch it was crazy to be on duty from 7 to 9 30 and then <laughs> run home and catch the rest that's why it took me a while to figure out what you're talking about with a pass interference because I was uh, I was oh, still yeah, trying to recover. Yeah, I was recovering from, <laughs> and then my wife starts screaming at the TV. She likes to scream like, "What's going on? Why do they do that?" Like, uh, <laughs> I just got here. I, I just got off duty. My legs are killing me. <laughs> but it was a great game. I think the uh, ratings were up, so that's yeah. good for college football. Um, I miss it already. I agree. I mean, <laughs> what are we going to do? Well, we got the XFL coming up soon. We got so. XFL, man. <laughs> uh, Woo, you know, I was just looking online, and tickets are only 20 bucks, man. We're hey, going to have to go we're bid going. a few. Yeah, we're going. We're going we're to going. the D.C. I agree. Whatever. I agree. And we're going right down there to Cardell Jones and take a picture and say, we don't care. I agree. Right, we'll take him a hat and say, if you don't want it, just give it back. <laughs> At least have it for the picture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you know what it what it in the picture, we're just like throwing a bomb you in the back. No, I, every time I see that advertisement, I see it on Facebook or Twitter. DC, what are they called? DC the Defenders. Yeah, DC Defenders. Get your tickets out. Like, man, we're going. Oh, we're definitely going. We're, we're going. definitely going. It should be going. it should be very exciting. And they they just released a video of their kickoff and all that stuff. So. Um, it's pretty interesting. It's it's very it's going to be very interesting to see how well this does and how long it takes for the NFL to kind of steal some of these ideas. We have a guy, um, Eric Lambert. He is working the training camp for the Houston Marauders. Nice. He texts me all the time and said, "Hey, I just picked up. Um, I just looked at some guy. I was like, dang, on, I've seen him on TV." I, t- I picked up Bryce Perkins' uh, roommate from Arizona State. Uh, I just unlocked the door for someone. So he's down there working. They made him a deal. Like, you come down for training camp and work your butt off and be the grunt, be the Fork Union grunt, like mm-hmm. crying now, shine later. If you do well enough, we'll hire full time. 
So he's down there grinding with it, training camp, checking uh, bed checks, checking meal checks. And uh, I think Eric is going to do a better, uh, a good enough job where he gets hired on. Hey, let's keep our, I'll keep our yeah. fingers Eric crossed Lambert, on that man. one. Yeah. Definitely uh, hope to see that because that's, again, the more connections we have in the business, Woo. the better for everybody. Yeah. So that'll be good for when us. When you come up and play DC, give us some tickets. Definitely, definitely. That way we don't have to pay for them. That'd be yeah. nice. Uh, all right, so the last little bit of um, nationwide sports news uh, that broke this week was the Astros were have found to have uh, cheated in the 2017 World Series by filming other teams' signals and then using that information. And actually, I just read an article today that they even went so far as to install buzzers into some of the players' jerseys so that they could notify them as to what was going on. I don't know, through buzzing their, you know, I guess they had buzzing signals or whatever. Um, So, you know, initially my thoughts were, okay, sign stealing is kind of a part of baseball. It's a part of football. That's why you see on the sidelines they hold up those blockers so you can't read what the signals are. Um, But I think introducing the video camera is a bit much. I don't know. What do you think? Oh, definitely. I think uh, obviously with the video – and I don't know how New England gets away with all this stuff yeah. football-wise, but they got the Astros pretty good. Yeah. And then what, uh, the Red Sox coaches lost his job because I guess, what, was he on their staff? Yeah, I think he was on their staff with and them. And then the Mets guy. Yeah. He just lost, he just quit. Um, Beltrain so just yeah, quit. Yeah, basically all the people he was that involved. were doing it. Yeah. And they were saying, no, he wanted to coach. He was a player. He shouldn't uh, have that. But, yeah, we've always – in football, tried to steal signs. We've done a lot of things. I think one year we went to Valley Forge and we had walkie-talkies, and our walkie-talkies picked up their headphones, and we listened to everything they were calling. So I mean, if you can, if you can steal it, steal it. And uh, it's sad that you know our core values here is integrity. It's sad that the integrity of the game was. Um, you know, it was tainted, yeah. and their world championship is off. But uh, they got them, you know, accept your punishment, and then get back in there. I don't know if they suspended them for their lifetime, but uh, I would imagine those guys are going to get back there. Yeah, they, I think it's uh, suspension for a year. Um, obviously, the team that they were working for fired them. Yeah. Um, but suspension for a year, if they're caught again, then it's lifetime ban. Yeah. So. You know, I, I would imagine if they do get back in, they're probably not going to do that again. Because um, I couldn't figure out there. I was, I was listening to the Red Red Sox press conference, and they said Alex Cora already had a problem with a uh, an Apple Watch. He was doing something with a watch, and they told him uh, his first year to don't do it. Now this is on, you know, came across their desk, so that's what they got, got mm-hmm. rid of him. But um, pretty creative stuff. I got to give them uh, – Got to give them uh, credit for uh, creating a way to steal the signs and help them win the championship. So, uh, I don't think they're going to give back the World Series trophy. (laughs) No. I mean, and, you know, I've heard a lot of arguments that, you know, if this was college, obviously they probably would vacate the championship. Um, I just don't – I don't see that happening uh, with with the MLB. I just don't see them giving that back. Uh, But, you know, they did punish the people. 
Um, so I guess like, hey man, they buzz your shirt and you're at the bat. Like, hey, if I buzz you once, it's a fastball. Yeah, something like twice, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess crazy, you know. Man. I like when I was hearing about, I'm like, what are you talking about? Then man, you hit me with that. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean that. I mean, again, I just read that today. I just saw that today, and that's still breaking news. And you know, I'm sure there's going to be more information. And see, to come I was aware this. that you know. Uh, after you pitch, you can go in the dugout, I guess, and go up in the uh, area and get a snack area, yeah. or a beer or whatever you do or a drink. But I didn't know that they even said now they're going to probably have a guard so the coaches don't wander up there and do something. Hmm. So apparently, I guess, some of them go up there and watch the replay or the video or the television broadcast to try to do that, pick up stuff. So when I heard that, I was like, man, that's crazy. That's yeah. some crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I saw a tweet, too, um, from – I can't remember who it was. It was some some old-timer who used to, you know, coach and play and all this. And his his whole thing was basically this is something that everybody does. You know, yeah. it, it was – it's a part of the game where we're trying to steal your signals. And he was like – it was even to the point where when he was GM, he knew people were filming his signals, so he would use that against them. You know, he yeah. would do the fake signals and be like, yeah. hey, if I do it on this one, don't don't listen – just to throw people off yeah. so you know it's hard to it's hard to say because a lot of people said the same thing about the patriots when they were caught everybody's doing this this isn't just localized to the patriots um but those are the ones that got caught so you got to punish them some way especially when the league is trying to make an example um it's gonna be interesting to see though if if, if any other changes come out of this or if any other people get caught because people are spilling the beans as they say about other yeah people that was pretty this. cool that you brought up where how the one guy would like do a fake sign. Yeah. Like, hey, if I if I touch my cheek with my left hand, don't worry about it. When my right hand does it, it's the true sign. Yeah. Because when Co- Colonel Pulliam was calling <coughs> plays, I had a lot of my assistants at the time were like, hey, he only listens to you. Go up there and ask him to call this play. So I would go, and say, hey, coach, man, um, run sweep right. And everything I would ever suggest, he would do opposite. <laughs> so then I was like, okay, I want to go right. So I want to say, hey, coach, man, run sweep left. He's like, all right, we'll go right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're yeah. good. We're good, man. So, yeah. That's perfect. We did that for like two years. <laughs> nice. Nice. Sometimes you got to trick them, man. Yeah, you got to trick them up. Yeah. I trick the legend once in a while. That's awesome. That's awesome. I've been tricked before, too, and I'm not a legend. <laughs> well, that's arguable. I mean, I think uh, I think some people would say otherwise. But I but. think uh, – I think they, they got the right punishments. I think everything's on even keel now. I think the Astros are in the, what, the Red Sox are nervous that when they mentioned this yesterday in the uh, press conference, I couldn't believe it. It said, like, 28 days from now, it's pitchers, catchers. I was like, yeah, hey, go I on, know. Man, that stuff is flying. It just ended. <laughs> I know. Yeah. They literally, I mean, it is. That is one of the longest seasons. I mean, it's. That's why I was working on baseball with lacrosse sketch. Yeah. Holy crap. It's already here. here. I know, man. It's already here. I mean, yeah, this year has been flying by. That's here. That is very true. I mean, we're already in almost at the end of third term here. So. Third term. Pretty, pretty, uh, pretty exciting stuff. And speaking of terms and fork union and all that stuff, what's going on around fork union, coach? Any uh, updates other than the usual or what's going on uh you know um it's it's moving it's moving pretty good if we can uh keep on grinding through january and get out of february and get in these state championships it's going to be great uh wrestling dominated 
uh, Woodbury Falls Tuesday, 60 to 24. Nice. All of our uh, uh, weight classes, low weight classes or studs, they're dominating. Most of them are undefeated. They're about 16 and 0, 16 and 1, 15 and 2. Uh, track with uh, a couple great um, record setters Saturday at the Fred Hardy. Mm -hmm. was awesome. We had Braxton Davenport back, who was um, selected and in, inducted into our Hall of Fame for this um, June. Uh, gave him a nice little uh, cage jacket to wear around. Nice. He was back checking things out. We had Derek Raymer back. Uh, hanging out with Coach Hardy. Uh, he was an all-time runner back there. Went over to University of Pittsburgh and did some good things there. Um, basketball's hanging in there. PG basketball's on the night down at Ferrum. They'll probably win, probably pick up their 15th win. Uh, prep basketball heads into Shawsville and uh, goes against St. Anne's. St. Anne's Belfield's a strong basketball school, mm -hmm. so we're getting geared up for that. Swimming and diving. Diving tomorrow afternoon, swimming all day Saturday. Um, so we had some good good performances and all around. We got performances on the court, um, on the mats, in the uh, on the track. So uh, I had a little cheat sheet <laughs> somewhere. It's <laughs> somewhere gone. it's gone. Uh, so uh, I don't want to just say Reynolds and a Sayre and all that. So yeah. uh, next week we'll get the sheet out with the first names, second names, and uh, give them a good uh, spotlight. So that wrestling uh, tournament was had the core there. Yeah. yeah. What was the atmosphere like? That was great. We had 90 uh, cadets there. We had them spread out. We were cheering. We were doing an Under Armour clap. We were jumping up and down. We were trying to be like Duke and say, stand up and cheer until one of our wrestlers gets a point, then we can sit down. Nice. Um, and then it ended up as we were seating, uh, the the kids that we knew right away and the core knew had it was very vocal. Mm -hmm. The new wrestlers we didn't know that much about, so we just let them wrestle. But mm -hmm. uh, we had a little gladiator pit, and we had uh, bleachers all around, and everybody. It was it was exciting. That's it was awesome. Exciting. That's awesome. Exciting uh, wrestling got us through Tuesday, and now uh, they're heading to Western Almar for a. Uh, Quad meet Saturday, and then uh, they're coming back and getting ready for our duels um, uh, the 25th, January 25th. So we're getting there. Nice. And then I know um, on Monday we have a pretty big event with uh, the Martin Luther King Day tryouts for the PG football team. Right? I forgot about that. Good call there. We're expecting 60 to 80 um, players to come in, get a workout in. I got a running back coming up from Delray Beach, Florida. He's flying in. Talk to him today. Um, we got some good quarterbacks coming in. So uh, I think uh, Coach Eric was at the AFCA convention. Mm -hmm. I said, we're going to send you down there, try to place a couple guys. He got uh, three of his uh, members of his team offers. Good. Got back yesterday, was working on transcripts, trying to get that set up so he can get in next week, second semester. We counted up out of his roster. He's got 87% of his kids done right now. Wow. So he's working on the last 13%. He had 25% set up on the first signing and uh, had him in school already. Now he's worked on the other uh, guys, and uh, uh, it's looking good. Looking like he's going to clean the shelf real quick and start building his team uh, for next year. 
Man, that's that's really good to hear. I mean, those are surprising numbers. Um, you know, I'm trust me, I remember the grind to try and yeah. get those guys. Uh, we signed, had so. we had an email today. Palmetto Prep wants <clears throat> us to join their conference. It's a uh, interesting. It's a eight team conference. Four uh, in the east, four in the west. Uh, play. You can play one or two out of the West, stay on the East, so it won't kill you because, you know, that West is going to be Alabama and so, like, probably Miami. And then November 15th, have a championship conference game. So, uh, I told him I would think about it. I said, we really, you know, we're like Notre Dame. We're we're so well known. Yeah, Yeah. we want to keep our independent status. We don't want to get in a conference and do all this stuff. Locked in, yeah. We were able – you know, 20 years ago, the Seaboard Conference with Montgomery and Potomac wanted us to get in and said, nah, we're going to ride it out. And we we stayed uh, viable as an independent. Uh, I think I think that might be my first thought is stay independent and just let us pick and choose our uh, our schedule and go from there. So it worked. worked last year. He played a good schedule, got his people placed, got them academic eligible. Boom. He's got a guy going to Harvard. So, hey. He's, Can't beat he's, that. He's covered everything, man. Yeah. Covered it all. Yeah, and so. I mean, I think I agree with you on that. Um, you know, the only the only upside to joining a conference is it kind of gives them something to play for, other than just getting film. You know, it's like back when we played Hargrave, it was that was the game, right? Yeah. We were always gearing up for that one. Now that that's not there, it might give them a little extra incentive to be hyped up for the game. I don't know, um, but yeah, that's I agree a good with point, you. Man. I mean, it's you know you want to get hyped up for Jiree, but it's yeah. not Hargrave, man. It's exactly. Just not, you want to get fired up about Palmetto, but it's just, it's I mean, those Hargrave Wars were three hours of just punishment on everybody. <laughs> There's, that is that is the best way to describe it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you take you a week to recover as a coach. Yep. Take you two weeks to recover as players. So Exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a heck of a, a rivalry. And if anybody from Hargrave is watching, Let's Bring it thing, back. Let's get that Bring thing going, back. man. Bring it back. Bring it back. Fork Union, I think the Fork Union-Hargrave rivalry not being around is is hurting postgraduate football overall. Damn. Because um, that was, I mean, that was just a great event, Not you know, not just for the players and, and us, but for the fans, for the people that were recruiting players. I mean, gosh, as a recruiter, you just go to that one game, you're good for a few weeks at least, you know. Now when you got live streaming Twitter. Yeah. I mean, they could we could ESPN that thing, you know. I mean, right there. there's I mean, a lot I of potential. Watched, there. You know, I get tired of IMG versus the math and all that. I mean, yeah. it, they got players. Everybody's got players, but ain't nothing like 55 hard grade guys against 52 Fork Union guys. It's very true. Very true. Mm. Um, some other Fork Union news. I know we got um, big leave coming up here in a big few leave. weeks. So that'll be pretty nice. Uh, winter leave starts, I think, on the 29th. Um, yes, sir. Caught so that'll be. That's a Wednesday departure. Yeah, yeah. And we have, uh, so. you know, teacher work day on Thursday. So we'll be here for a little bit of that. But then we have a nice long weekend where the kids can get to go home and, you know, kind of decompress after this this tough month academically. Um, also, one thing I kind of wanted to touch on is that's coming down the line. We have a big service day coming up in in, in April. Um, all the advisories uh, are trying to plan some type of service outing. Uh, that's going to get started here in the next few weeks where we start to get the ball rolling on plans. And then on, in, sometime in April, we're going to take a day off and go out and serve the community. So that should be pretty interesting. And as we get more information about that, we'll keep you posted on that as well. 
Moving on to the final segment, as always, we're going to talk about one of our former classes here at Fork Union, and this is a, a new situation. Coach Schumer is just going to open the book, pick a class, and we're going to go with it. So what class are we talking right. about tonight? We broke open the vault, and we are t speaking about 2013-2014. Um, oh, nice. And the first name I see is Andrew Verboys, who is trying oh, out yeah. for the New York Team. New York XFL? Yep, New York XFL. He went to um, UMass, was a quarterback, transferred to the University of Delaware. Uh, he did the CFL tryouts after his career. Now he's with XFL. He's from New York. His dad's a uh, highly acclaimed um, high school coach up there at St. Joseph's up there in Long Island. Mm -hmm. So, Andrew, good luck. Um, Lyndon Stevens, uh, defensive back, went to the University of Cincinnati. Uh, was picked up late by the Chargers, I think it was. I think he just got picked up late the last two games. He was on the active list nice. with the Chargers. Um, Kyron Priester signed with Clemson. Um, went to Clemson after here. We got him eligible, got him down to Clemson. He had a run-in with Dabo Sweeney. Dabo suspended him. He ended up at Washington State. Had a career of about 50 to 60 catches. It would not shock me that Ky Kyron Priester ends up with the XFL. Tristan Nicholson, I think you've bumped into oh, him yeah. a few times. He put a semester in with us, went down to Blinn Junior College, Simon University of Texas, uh, became a two- or three-year starter. I think his last year he had some injuries. Um, he's tried out at a few places. We're not, I know he was in the AFL. Yeah. Um, he might be on the XFL team. Um, Saquon Jeffries was a Temple commit, ended up at Rhode Island, did a great job there. Cam Johnson from Buckingham, a long line of Buckingham uh, students, went off to Hampton-Sydney, set all kind of records at Hampton-Sydney. It wouldn't shock me that he appears in Arena League or some type of XFL. Yeah. Um, we had Andre Addison out of Fredericksburg, Fredericksburg Christian, big old lineman, went up to Marshall University, was a four-year starter, and now uh, is doing great things. I'm, I think he's in financial planning and is doing wonderful things in financial planning around Fredericksburg. So, uh, Roger Cooley, the Cooley family, Roger was center, came to us, went to St. Francis, and uh, I think he's up in the D.C. area selling some real estate and stuff. So, uh, miss old Roger Cooley. He's a good guy, good family. Judy Cooley, we miss you. And... Uh, Darius Garcia ended up going down to Old Dominion. He was another good player. Played two, three years at Old Dominion. Um, Jalen Johnson out of Roanoke went down to Emory Henry, one of my favorite places. Mm. Uh, Marquise Haynes flew down last February to his wedding down in Jacksonville. Marquise is with the Carolina Panthers. Went down to Ole Miss. Uh, I think he's the second leading sack person in Ole Miss history right now. Wow. That's so we had impressive. a good time. We keep yeah. up with him. He's a good guy. Um, a lot of good guys here. And uh, see, uh, San, uh, Sydney Sandridge out of Amherst. Oh yeah. Sandridge. Todd uh, Todd Gowdy got him up here. Did some good things for us. Went off to Youngstown State. Had a good career there as a running back. We had we had a plethora of running backs that year. I mean, gosh darn, we had a whole bunch of them. Michael Badgley. Uh, kicker went down to Miami, spent four years 
You know, some people have their luck. Here's a guy who went to Miami, spent four years there, and then he gets picked up with San Diego, uh, Los Angeles Chargers, spent Jeez. two years in San Diego, and one year in freaking Los Angeles. Just so, living man. on the beach. Yeah, man. living it up, man. man. Keon Maven went over to the University of Charleston, set some records there. Randy Knightner came out of Chicago, one of Bill Costanzo's referrals. Nice receiver. Uh, went back to uh, Chicago, played at Trinity. Good guy, really good guy. Let me see. Yeah, it might be Jacob Jacob Feeler, uh, mm. big time lineman out of uh, West Virginia. I think it was uh, Parkersburg, West Virginia. Came here, signed UVA. Just finished up last season at UVA, a three year starter. So uh, good guys. Had a good good winning record. Connor Sweeney out of Indianapolis, Indiana. His dad's an AD club member. Nice. Uh, Connor went to Purdue, did some good things there. Um, so just a, just a very, 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 very wide-range type of team that did a good job. Yeah, I remember, uh, you know, again, I was I was working with the prep team when, with the, when these guys were here, but um, I just remember that there were some very large humans. Like Tristan Nicholson – is easily one of the biggest people I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. He's one of the first people that I've ever been around that actually made me feel short. And I remember um, <clears throat> I was out in – I was living in Austin, and I was working the Tex University of Texas camp, and there he was. I was like, hey, I know you. Um, and I so I, I was watching him uh, while he was at University of Texas, and he was an integral part of that offensive line. I mean, he was – when he yeah. wasn't hurt, he was playing the whole time, and he was playing well. Um, so, like you said, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up in the XFL. I know he was in that AAF or whatever it was. Um, but the other guy I wanted to mention was the guy you said goes went to Hamden, Sydney. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. We seem to always – it's like we always have, like, a Hamden, Sydney guy every other year. It's not uh, – for some reason it's not consistent. And, yeah. I, and I don't know what that's about. But, you know, there's a guy from my class that went to Hamden, Sydney, and then it was kind of a drought. And, you know, we send him every once in a while. But – uh yeah. Can't get it consistent. I don't Can't know that's going. Yeah. Then we had uh, Derwin Gray. He's with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, nice. Being coached by Sean Surrett, who's a um, Fort Union graduate. So uh, good connection there. Mm -hmm. I remember Derwin calling me after he got drafted and said, "Hey, man, I just got off the phone with some guy. That's my O line coach. It's uh, Fort Union graduate." I said, "Hey, man, we're everywhere, bro. <laughs> we're there." But no, it was a good year. Um, Ryan Gould, he was a good guy. Nose guard went down to Hampton. Mm -hmm. Jared Jackson, uh, his father um, was the first black cadet in 1974-75. Uh, his father's on our board. Uh, comes back um, many, many times. Jared went from here down to a junior college um, down in Alabama. Marion Institute. He was trying to get into... Uh, one of the Coast Guards or the academies didn't do it, but now it's in the service and is doing a great job there. So hats off, Jarrett. Nice. Um, thank you for, uh, you know, uh, defending our country, and we, we miss you, man. We miss you. Keep going. But, uh, yeah. So the main question is, did they play Hargrave and did they win? Uh, I was trying to look at the <laughs> schedule. I haven't found it. I think Hargrave was done. Yeah, I think they, they disbanded right around this time, yeah. so – Probably not. Yeah, Which we, again, we lost to um, get it Eastern going. Kentucky's JV twenty four twenty one. Oh, that's always a good trip. Um, we beat Atlanta Sports Academy, Georgia Prep, Virginia Beach, 
We beat them. So it looks like we were about seven and two. Okay, pretty good. Beat Jairie. Lost to Lewisburg. Lewisburg got us pretty good. We beat St. Francis. We beat Valley Forge. So, yeah, we were, we got seven, and I think we lost two that year. Yeah, Lewisburg is always a tough one. Another guy, Jacob August, good dude out of South Carolina, walked on to South Carolina, ended up on scholarship, probably his career as a tight end. Um at South Carolina, probably had probably 35 to 40 catches. So, nice. uh, good guy, big, tall, lanky, good-looking young man. Came in, sucked it up here, went on down, made a name for himself at uh, University of South Carolina. So, That's what Jacob, if you're listening, man, hats off, and uh, call us once in a while. There you go. Yeah, that, that's, that goes for any of anybody uh, out there. You know, again, if, you, if we haven't mentioned your team yet, we will eventually get to it, but if you really want us to talk about it, Reach out to coach, um, you know, make some contact, and we will talk about your class, uh, you know, because that's all we want by doing this is we're trying to kind of preserve some of the memory, but also hopefully bring some of you guys back into the fold, maybe get you to join the AD club if you're uh, wanting to support. But at the very least, just trying to get you back in the Fork Union family, make sure you come back and visit and, and want to be a part of uh, everything that we're doing going forward. Um, but that's pretty much all we have for this episode. Uh, episode six, another good one right in the books. Um, as always, check the description for a link to join the AD Club if you want to support our athletic programs. Also, check us out on Spotify and iTunes. Leave us a little review. Help us out with the analytics there. And uh, we will be back next week with another episode of Schumann Says. Yes, sir. Yeah.